The particular gospel that we hear today is you know, very familiar to many of you. Um, through our John 15 group that we have here at St. Mary's, um, the majority, much of that group is really entering into uh, the particular verses of this scripture today. The importance of being able to remain in the Lord, to be grafted upon the vine of Jesus Christ, to allow his father, the vine dresser, to prune us, to trim us. I think it's maybe not a coincidence that this particular reading comes up um, on the last weekends of the semester, especially as many of you prepare to leave here um, for the summer. Because some of you who are graduating, uh, as you're preparing to transition to whatever is coming next, maybe many of you hopefully will come back, maybe a home football game weekend, or come back and see us here at St. Mary's. Um, Maybe for many of you, you'll be transitioning to other things for the summer. Maybe you have summer camps that you'll be helping out with. Maybe internships. Maybe summer school. Uh, maybe work. Other particular things that you will be doing. Maybe you'll be doing them here at College Station. Um, maybe in other places. So how can you continue to remain in the Lord as you, in some sense, are sent out for the summer? Sometimes in the summertime can be, yeah, as it always should be, an opportunity for some rest, opportunity for maybe some vacation, maybe an opportunity for new experiences, new opportunities. Maybe some of you will be taking place on some mission trips, which are also awesome opportunities for us to grow and to trust in God. But most importantly, no matter what you're doing this summer, um, do not forget your faith. So we still need to remain in the Lord. So the worst thing that you could do for the summer would be in some sense, if your last Mass here at St. Mary's, to in some sense take a deep breath and choose to hold it all the way until you come back here in the fall. And in some sense, that's just not going to work, right? And it's not meant to work, right? Because God, as we hear in those readings today, has sent his spirit upon us. And we are grafted into the vine. And we have life because we choose to remain in the Lord and to abide in his love for us. And he gives us life, he gives us direction, and he gives us purpose. So maybe four particular things that encourage you to focus on as we enter into the summer. Um, number one is, staying connected to the Lord should not be something that is foreign to you, which is prayer. So continuing that relationship with the Lord. Recognizing that he goes with you. Um, he is always with you. So maybe a little bit of a challenge is maybe some of you have developed a good prayer life. And we continue to encourage you to make that time to continue to pray, to know the Lord. If maybe you're still doing one or two minutes of prayer in the morning, maybe one or two prayers in the evening, a couple minutes. Maybe you just pray before meals. I really want to challenge you. A good prayer time for a young adult, for an adult, would be about 20 minutes. How are you in your prayer time? How much time do you spend with your Savior, with your Creator? How much are you reminded that you are grafted onto Him and that you receive life because of Him? So a great opportunity to, I would say, your prayer life um, is to begin in the morning. Um, I recognize the older that I've gotten that my prayer doesn't happen unless I do it in the morning. And so making that time at the beginning of your day to recenter upon the Lord. In some sense, to recognize where your life throughout the day is coming from. 
receiving God's grace and his love, and desiring to be connected to him, maybe even inviting him to prune your life, to recenter your life as you begin the day. I want to say, too, that in our own humanness, uh, we can distract distracted very quickly. So don't be alarmed if when you wake up in the morning for the next day for prayer, um, you have to really recenter and remind yourself that you're alive in Christ and that you receive life from him. Um, it's not just something that we do once, sometimes once saved, always saved. Um, our faith is about going back to the Lord, right? Going back to the place that we were able to receive and to find his love and his care. And this is natural and this is normal. Being reminded where we receive life. So allowing your prayer in some sense to be a font, a place that you go to be nourished and receive, that you look forward to each morning. Number two, of course, is the sacraments. So being able to plug in to the sacraments. Now you might not be here at St. Mary's, so looking for a particular church, maybe you'll go back to a church um, that you grew up in. Maybe you'll be looking for a brand new parish. Just an encouragement, um, continuing to receive Jesus' body and blood in the Eucharist, and continue to receive his word, and to be part of a community. Also finding a particular place where you can be washed, right? The sacrament of reconciliation, seeking out opportunities that you can still receive the sacraments, that you can still be plugged in. Maybe we want, you might, want, might not find a choir as awesome as the ones we have here at St. Mary's. Might not, in some sense, find a community that's very supported and engaged. Might not find a cooler priest as Father Chris. Um, <laughs> but there will be Jesus Christ in every in any church that you go. It's the same body of Christ. It's the same word. Other particular things might be different, and they will be different. But desire to not allow those to be distractions or to keep you from remaining in the Lord, from being able to receive his love and continuing to stretch, in some sense, your faith. May you continue to grow as you enter into the summer. Uh, number three is fellowship. So I know many of you have received and made great friends. Um, friends maybe that you met as a freshman, as a sophomore, maybe as you were graduating. Bigger people whom you've been able to recognize, you share your faith with. And in some sense, your commonality is your faith, is your relationship with God. It's maybe more than just the same major, maybe more than just the same hometown you grew up in, maybe more than just the same personality or characteristics, but you recognize that this friendship has a deeper foundation. And it is your faith that you're able to share. You feel comfortable reminding them to pray. They feel comfortable inviting you to church. You feel comfortable asking them to pray for something for you. They feel comfortable sharing their heart with you. But you may be able to keep these particular friendships alive. If you're not in the same place, making a time once a week that you can check in, whether it's via phone or via Zoom or whatever it might be. Maybe you set up a weekend that they can come visit you and you can go visit them. You can introduce them to the summer camp you're at. They can introduce you to the new church community they have found. But that we may continue to keep our fellowship and our friendships alive. But Jesus said, where two or more are gathered, I am there present. In your midst. And we may be able to encounter him through our friendships. And maybe not be afraid to make new friendships. Um, to continue to grow in your own faith and to see and find Christ in others. 
And the fourth thing that you can do over the summer might be a little bit harder, but in some sense it's just being attentive to pruning. Maybe some of you, as you are packing up, maybe you're doing a lot of um, the things that you need to keep and the things that you need to discard. Um, particular things that you've collected over your time here at AM, maybe recognizing that you don't need them anymore. If your textbooks are the first thing to go, you know, textbooks even exist. I guess some of you probably have textbooks. I think I took most of mine with me, and then over time, after carrying them around and never opening them, finally got rid of them. Uh, but I kind of thought that if I kept my textbooks, it at least made me think that I did get a college degree. You know? When I got rid of them, it was like, ah, am I getting rid of my. But what particular things need to be purged, right? What particular things need to be pruned? What particular things need to be let go of? Um, some things will be natural. Maybe in a, in a more deeper thing, what are bigger things that you're holding on to that maybe don't have any connection to your faith? Maybe particular things that um, are special to you for whatever particular reasons, but maybe are distracting you from your faith. But being able to let God prune those particular things as well so that you may bear more fruit for Him. There's a lot of good things in our life, a lot of good things that we've been blessed with, a lot of things that we can keep. But many particular things sometimes will distract us um, from God, from His love. And if we're not careful, we can in some sense graft ourselves into um, our possessions, our material things that we have, instead of being grafted on the true vine, right? And receiving from the Lord. Maybe the final thing is that we can allow the Lord to prune us from is our sinfulness. And I think this is very powerful to recognize that if there's any reason why us as a branch would, in some sense, die and wither, it's because maybe we can fall too much into our own sinfulness or are still struggling in our own sinfulness. So having the courage to allow the Lord to continue to trim and to prune the things that are not of Him. What are particular sinful things and temptations that we still are? alive in our own hearts, in our own lives. Maybe particular things that we hide, that we're ashamed of, that we're afraid of. The Lord wanting to prune those. The Lord wanting to heal those. Particular things in our lives that no longer bear fruit. That are no longer, in some sense, needed. Allowing the Lord to prune away our own sinfulness. Continuing to form and make us into His apostles, into His disciples, into His children. And we may seek to allow the Lord to prune our lives. So we come together in thanksgiving for the life that we receive from God and the gifts that He has given to us. And to continue to allow our faith to deepen. Because we can't see the Holy Spirit. In some sense, we can't see God's presence. But we believe that it is true. We believe that it is real. How can you allow the Lord to continue to deepen your faith and your trust? That it is in remaining in Him and abiding in Him. Gives us purpose, gives us life, gives us a place with Him one day in heaven. Thank you for listening to Aggie Catholic Homilies. You can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or anywhere else you listen to podcasts. Be sure to check out our sister podcast, Aggie Catholic Talks, to hear talks from Magnify, Catholicism 101, and more. Thanks, God bless, and gig'em.